What's going on? You're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Make sure you follow them on all their social medias at Three Count Podcast with the number three, not the word spelled out. Check out all their interviews and other content interviews, such as with myself and my partner, Jeremy Grimes, Studio 22, and some other lesser ones. You know, they Not all their guests are winners, but you know, you watch ours. It was fun. Um, shout out to my guy, Red Dog Cliff. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host Clifford Red Dog Miller and let's go down our roster. Currently right next to me, he is the host of the Three Count Debate Show. He's the man who doesn't do shit. He don't run shit. He just talks shit. He's the man, your uncle. He's everything in your family tree you wish wasn't there. Give it up for Chaz the Don. It's your boy. It's your cousin. It's your nephew. It's the Don Chaz Evans here on the Three Count Podcast. I can't wait for this interview. Next up in the roster, he's the man who's the 27-time national world heavyweight African-American blessed man in this building. He's the one guy who's only killed a bare hand with his bare hands. This man right here, he's the man, the myth, legend. You guys know him as Chris Idol. Always happy to be here. (laughs) Next on the roster, he's only on this show because he's Chaz's little brother. Give it up for J.J. Uh, like the sidewalks keeping off the street, dangerous times going on. Let's so make sure you're locked and loaded. Chitty, chitty, bang. Study every day. That's the college boy for you. And last but not least, he's been my best friend since high school. We have fought. We have cried. We've even shed blood on foreign soil. Give it up for the man himself, Lou the Franchise. Hey, fuckers. Oh, my God. It's going to be one of the nights. So... This is a three-count podcast, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you, but this is a special edition because we don't have a special guest. We have special guests. This Uh is the first time we've ever had a stable. We have these gentlemen who have just been from C3W. They've been on Warriors of Wrestling. They have been on BCW. They've been up and down the East Coast. You find them on Facebook. You can find them on YouTube. You can find them on IG. You can find them. Give it up for Isaiah Wolf. Tyree Taylor, Marcus Marquis, the men known as prolific. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, listen. Don't, as much as as much as we love that introduction, you know we gotta we gotta show them off how we do. How does prolific do? Nah, me, Marcus, hit him with it. You see. Myself here, I'm the Marquis State of Mind, Marcus Marquis. Uh-huh. And I am the American gangster, Isaiah Wolf. Oh, and I am the heavy hitter, wig splitter, never quitter, big boy from Brooklyn, Terry Taylor, and we are pro. Prolific. Yeah. Make sure you get that fight down. Make sure you get uh-huh. that. Oh, yeah. I ain't even go front. I remix. That was fire. <laughs> I got nothing else to say about that. But, oh, gentlemen, please, I just want to tell you guys, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely, brother. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. 
Yo, like we, so we met a little bit ago um, and then we actually, you know, we got to sat down, chop it up, like just talk mm -hmm. wrestling. And I definitely, I wanted to make this thing a thing because like we had this show, you know, and we talk about it. We kind of said it before. It's a wrestling show about wrestling for wrestlers, by wrestlers. But more importantly, you know, we just love talking good stories with people and we just wanted you guys on. So thank you. Like I said, man, I, I'm going to be putting you guys over a lot <laughs> on this show, but just Yo, bless up, man. I'm glad you guys are here. My first question. So this is how it normally works, right? I got to give it in. Everybody here is going to have a group, group of questions for you guys. At the end mm -hmm. of all of our questions, we're going to have what's called the 10 count questions. So, you know, it's no, it's like a big test, but guess what? It's the first answer that comes to mind. So when we get there, we'll get there. But my first question I like to ask everybody, you guys already gave us a great intro. But we want to know mm -hmm. more. Who is prolific? We'll see. Ooh. Is prolific. prolific is three like-minded individuals mm -hmm. goal and one goal only that is to be successful that is to drive each other to succeed and honestly i'm gonna tell you the motto at the end but all of a sudden we came together for one plan man and um we came together because let's be realistic we wasn't getting the love that we should have gotten with busting our ass and becoming workhorses for other promotions and stuff like that so next thing you know Band together, had an idea, found two guys that I trusted, and I and became like brothers to me, inside mm -hmm. the, outside the ring. And next thing you know, we kind of took off like wildfires. So mm -hmm. one year anniversary just just passed, and now we're pretty much yeah, coming we in. We ain't stopping. We ain't stopping, baby. Pretty much becoming runaway train. Runaway train. Runaway yeah. train. Pretty much becoming a staple for the East and the East Coast and New England market. So, mm -hmm. it's happening. Oh yes, absolutely, definitely. Bet. So, one of my questions I really want to find out, man. We asked this. We've asked this question one other time, but it was for a tag team. So, my question for you guys is: What's the hardest part about being a stable? Uh, is that. You go. Not enough people to beat up. I think that's the hard. That's the hardest. Yeah, it's it's hard to. The hardest thing is getting is getting put together as a whole stable because a lot of uh, companies don't have like three guys who can go up against. So it's normally it'll be like a singles and then a tag team and stuff like that. So the hardest thing it will, will just be. Uh, them knowing how to book us, but the thing about prolific is that we're so versatile. You can book us any way you need to. You know, mm -hmm. you, you need be. You know, what I mean, we we're we're not just you know the cover of the book. We have many depths between each of us and collectively. So uh, you could you could do uh, Tyree and myself. You could do Tyree and Wolf. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you could mix it up. It doesn't have to be what you see per se as the tag team of the group because yeah. we're one and one of, of, of all, you know what I mean? So you, you can you can mix and match, you can do whatever you want to do because we still have that chemistry with all of us. And sometimes it's hard for, for promoters and companies to grasp that understanding that no matter what, if one goes down, the next one steps up and steps in its place. And that's what okay. we do, man. We watch each other's back, we take care of one another. Because if we ain't gonna take care of ourselves, who who gonna take care of us? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's really a brotherhood, and it's it's just hard to let other people see that we're just more than what they think we are. 
That's the most difficult yeah. part. So for me, it's being three like-minded individuals, but also three different styles. So, you know, mm-hmm. we all have mm-hmm. our, our, our different swagger, our different, our different flow. Uh, so keeping that in sync, you know, is always the hardest thing for any team to, to do that. That's where our chemistry comes in. Uh, so one, once we understand the mission, once we understand where we're going, we can definitely uh, get to where we're going together with no issue. So that, that's, that's probably the hardest thing. If you don't have either chemistry or some sort of uh, brotherhood uh, within the, the group, then it's going to be short-lived. So I don't see this uh, derailing anytime soon. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And we all have a lot of patience. Yes. That, that, that plays a, a huge factor because with three different personalities, you always, you always have that – that um, I wouldn't say friction, but you always we like we, we do have disagreements, but we also come to to an understanding, yes. and it, and it comes with patience. And I think that's something that I think a lot of stables, or I would just say a lot of teams don't really uh like believe they don't understand. It. They don't understand. Like like it takes patience and timing. I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been key uh, the key parts about us, and that's, I think that's something we we grasped early is the fact that yo we gotta have patience to make this work because when it works, then yo Ooh. ain't no one can be fucking with us. Yeah, people think that you know you get uh, a person with your 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 match gear, you you and you you have a cool name and a theme song, you come out screaming that you know you're a good tag team, you know, so it, it's it, it, you know, uh, right, matching right. gear is not gonna, not gonna do it alone. You know, there's a lot more that comes with the mm-hmm. art of being a group. So, uh, you know, as it, it, it's hard, but you know, like you said, we come to an understanding all the time. So, a question that I I really want to ask, right? And I, it's gonna sound weird, but I can only like compare it. So, like the New Day has different forms of their tag teams, right? But they all have like a different name, right? So I think like mm-hmm. one was like Strength and Speed, one was like I think Team Sonic. Like, do you guys like when you guys decide like who's gonna team up with who? Do you guys have like different names like for your guys' team ups? Just the moves. Uh, just yeah, the moves. just the moves. Like we don't yeah. we're, we're we're prolific through and through. Uh, we yeah, just the brand. We all we all possess something that each one of us possesses. So it's like, for for example, um, myself, I'm you know I'm I'm athletic. I have a power game. Wolf is athletic. Has a power game. Tyree is athletic. Has a power game. We all possess pretty much the same attributes, but like I, I guess you say at different levels. Like Wolf, for example, about the damn building. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ty, Ty is is deceivingly quick. Like he's so deceivingly quick, you like, wait, did he just did he just do what I just did? And then myself, you just be like, he's kind of strong. Like, did he really do? So it's like we we have our we have our little perks, but we're all like very similar, but it's just different styles of it. You know I mean you see Tyree, he's a you know, you know, heavy hitter wick splitter and 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 like really is the heavy hitter who wakes split up. <laughs> and and Wolf turn your head. Man, his his his, his, his <laughs> knee. His, uh, like 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 everything I, I can't uh express enough 
how much we are alike but very different because our styles are different but our attributes are very much the same it's just hidden in a different way mm-hmm. you know so prolific is prolific yeah. through through yeah it's the brand so my next question for you guys is yeah. what has what has brought you because obviously you guys have different stories right but what's inspired you guys to get into the business Ooh. Who's taking Who's out? Go first. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> for me, I'm the. Uh, it's it's kind of a weird dynamic too because I'm the elder statesman of the group, but also the youngest. So uh, I've, right. nine, nine years, uh, I was going to be a baseball player, and you know I had a scout on me, uh, hitting 450 dingers out out the park, stuff like that. But then he felt the scout kind of disappeared out of nowhere. And, you know, loving wrestling, you know, I I felt like that was the next best step for me. Uh, So, but I didn't know how to get in it or anything like that. And then I found out what wrestling schools were. And a day before my 19th birthday, I, I was in Johnny Rod's office in Brooklyn, New York and took my first bump. And, And it was, History from there. Uh, uh, for me, uh, I'm speaking like I'm not gonna front. I would just, I always had like some type of athletic background, but um, my first thing I, was, I wanted to do was do stand up. <laughs> not much people know about that. I actually started off like I did like two weeks of Johnny Rods when I first started up because you know. I had that I had that cash flow. But I was doing stand up in the process. But um uh next I know just I caught the bug real real quick in a sense. I caught the bug real quick. I know one day um I went to Johnny's, I took a nice little bump, and I was like that was pretty that was pretty much it. Um uh, long and behold, me and me and Marcus ran within the same circle. I finally hit his first match at that place. I was like, yo, I hit him up. Well, my wife hit him up or pressed him. Yeah, <laughs> 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 what's this place about in X, Y, and Z? And next thing we chop it up, roll my bike from Harlem to Staten Island. And I think it's been like five years, five years ever since. I've been pretty much gun- gunning and going from, from there. No. So here's what actually happened. He went to Johnny's Johnny Rod's office for like three hours because he'll keep you in there for three, four hours talking about the same Killer Kowalski story, and yeah. you never see him again. You're <laughs> a great cruiserweight, Pop. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. my, my my story my story is a little bit uh, similar with with Wolf and, and Todd's a little bit different. I've always wanted to be a wrestler. Uh, from from as a as a kid, like always when wrestler, I was into a lot of uh, sports and like combat sports. I was really big on uh, martial arts, and I played baseball, played basketball, I played uh, handball, tennis. I did a lot of athletic things, and I you know I was just naturally uh, gifted to it. I always wanted to be a wrestler. I I provided my cousin. You know, because we both like wrestling, and he was like, "Oh, you're too small. You can't be a wrestler." So I was like, "Well, I got to do the next best thing. I think I'm good at." Because, like, like Wolf, 
I did stand up for a while. I did stand up for about three years. And um, I actually went to a, a show and went to a show and I was like, yo, I want to do this so bad, so bad. And I went, spoke to the, to the, uh, the owner of the school and he was like, yo, come down. Let's see what you got. And like, what's the best analogy I can say? Like, uh, man, like so the cake. I, I was there. It, it was. See, huh? who knew? Uh, who knew I would be uh, in a stable with a bunch of stand-up guys? You know. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! Oh, oh, come, come on! Oh, shut! Cut it out! <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's like uh, it's always been there for because I always wanted to wrestle. Never, never, not a chance that I not want to wrestle. The, the first person who made me want to wrestle was uh, uh I'm not gonna say Hulk Hogan because it wasn't. It was Bret Hart. Bret Hart was like <laughs> the guy that made me want to be like, hey, I want to do this. Yeah, man, Bret, 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 Bret did it for Bret did it for me, and then um. He was like, I would say he's like the, the matriarch. He's the guy that, that started me on, on the wrestling path. Pretty much, if you was Canadian, like I was like, you you were the guy that inspired me to want to wrestle. Because then I'm like, <laughs> like I'm smart. <laughs> in fact, pretty much did it. So I was like, I was like, if you were pretty much Canadian, I'm like, could they had a strong wrestling background, and all of a sudden everything they did looked real. I was like. Mm -hmm. It yeah. was like, damn, do you hate this person? Uh, all right. And then I just oh. like, once I got into that game, it was a wrap. Yeah, it was a big Van Vader for me. Uh, right. Somebody who can, who who's mm. look like me, he doesn't have to look Alex Luger, uh, but can captivate a crowd. Uh, it was like that. Uh, mm -hmm. The first person I ever laid eyes on when it comes to wrestling was uh, Ministry of Darkness Undertaker WrestleMania. Uh, mm. Boss, uh, we're not going to talk about that finish, but we, that that entrance that. was amazing. Oh my god! I think I, I went through my phases. It was Bret Hart. Um, then I found then I found Sabu. Um, <laughs> like, I've never heard that one. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sabu. Uh, thank you. Uh, nah, Sabu. Sabu. Why are they so crazy? Sabu, 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 Sabu. I'm like, Sabu is a big inspiration, pretty much why I went so hard in, in the Nolimus division when I first started. <laughs> make, yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes I, sense. I totally get that. Hey, uh, look. So you got you got Brett and Sabu. I got Brett and Sean, right? So, all right, real quick story. It'll, it'll be time. Where like uh, <laughs> and who's who's contested this? It'll be times where like I'll get the boys in the back, like it'll be some, and then they be like, "Yo, Marcus is hurt. He's really hurt." <laughs> and then who's we sit there look, yeah, <laughs> and then I'll come in the back. Are you alright? And I'm like, "Oh, I'm good. I'm good." Hey, keep doing this, that, that. I just find new ways to, you know, I I get you, I get you, I, I get you. Are you messing with the boys? Come on. I get you. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, Come on. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand the questions over to Josh next. So Josh will ask you guys. Hey, Josh. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, so 
it's my turn, so I'm gonna ask you some questions. Uh, so yeah. for my first question would be, uh, what's the best advice that you could give to like up and coming wrestlers coming into the industry? Mm. Ooh, ooh, Ty, you take that one, Ty. <laughs> uh, don't hit up an established wrestler for their for their finish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> find a credible school uh mm. some some mm -hmm. a place where like the person at the head is is credible the person at the head uh can can actually teach and or get you uh to the next level uh sometimes you'll be spinning your wheels in 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 one place and you don't you're not knowing why uh but if you're already in somewhere and you're trying to get some and you're you just need some advice here uh understand your body and understand how the drills and the basics go to everything else in the match uh understand why you do the basics why you do this why you um stand the way you stand, why you look this way on camera, understand you and understand what's being taught. And always ask yourself and so you can mm -hmm. ask the teacher sometimes, why do we do this? And then they'll explain it to you. And then as long as you're coachable, um, they could tell you a thousand things a day. As long as you take one and apply it every day, in a thousand days, you know a thousand things. So mm. just just soak it up and listen. Uh, slow down. <laughs> uh, down. Just because you see shit on television does not mean you need to do it. Um, mm -hmm. All of a sudden, Matt, I'm like, yo, if you think you if you think you've mastered the basics, do it again. Mm-hmm. I promise you, all of a sudden, your fundamentals and footwork never goes out of style. I rather, oh, yeah. I rather wrestle a, I rather wrestle an eight to ten minute match doing the basic shit than getting that over than doing five to six hot indie stuff where all of a sudden everything looks sloppy and it's not up to par, and then it goes on Boshamania on on every social media, bro. Like, or oh, the whole match goes on flea market. Like, <laughs> I promise you, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, I know when we're, I know when you just break in, you're excited, you get this opportunity, you want to wrestle, all of a sudden, like, you, this is your dream, mm -hmm. and everything like that, and we've all, and we all been there, I promise you that, I promise you that, but I'm like, yo, if you just slow down, tell us, tell a story, I'm like, work, work, work towards an end goal, rather than just trying to do the next spot to the next spot to the next spot, I promise all of a sudden you'll, you'll, you'll feel a lot better about your match and you won't worry as much. And especially if like you have a good vet to work with, because the good vets are the ones that are just like calm for no reason. Like what's the match? All right. Yeah. I was about to say, listen to the right vets. Yeah. <laughs> listen, don't listen to the scrubs that have been there 15 years and then you only see them in that one place. Like, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know who to take advice from. Like I, I learned all of a sudden, like sometimes it's not about the person that's done it the longest; it's about the person that's done it the best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Like yep. sometimes people, and... it, it, it hits the ego sometimes when, uh, you yeah. know, if you're a little older and, you know, somebody who's killing it is younger and he's trying to teach you, like it, it it's, it's still, you know, fresh and understanding once you're coachable, you could take yourself out of, oh, I'm older than this guy. I'm older than this mm-hmm. young buck, but he learns, he knows a little more than me or something like that. And right, just right. kind of know that it's business and know that you're just trying to get better from whoever knows the stuff that you want to know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. also take your ego out the door, uh, check your ego out the door. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I would I would say uh, for me, I, I would tell someone coming up into the game, well, coming up into the wrestling business, I would tell them, don't worry about anyone else's progress, but your own. You can't look yeah. at someone else's progress and dictate it towards what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you learn different. Maybe they learn different. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to set your speedometer to their speedometer. I mean, focus on you. Worry about you. Um, watch and learn with your eyes and talk with your ears. Mm-hmm. Don't use your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, because your mouth will get you in trouble a lot. So you, listen, you talk with your ears and your eyes. You listen with your ears and your eyes. You, you got to be able to, like like Ty said, absorb and take in information and soak it up and apply it to what you're doing. So when the time does come, you you do get that opportunity, you can either surprise people or make people proud. Yeah. You never want to disappoint anybody. So that that's that's my advice for for someone who's uh, coming up into the business, along with what Wolf and Ty said as well yeah all right so i'm gonna segue to my next question which would be your top three favorite stables mm. <laughs> it's a it took everything in my power not to go dialing on your ashes now so Oh man! Oh shoot! <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Take it, We take it. Uh, hey, go ahead. I'll be last, Larry. Last, Larry. Mine's is very. Mine's is very simple. Very, very simple for me. Um, heart, heart foundation. Four horsemen. It's a domination. Yes. Mm. Okay. Ty. Uh. I got Un-American, The Oddities. Oh, no, I'm fucking. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. So, of course, the nation for representation purposes. Um, then Evolution. Uh, their mm. dynamics were so clear. You know, it was it was mm-hmm. the 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 elder statesman, mm-hmm. the grizzled vet, the young yep. athlete, and the big beast. So it was just like, you know, there there were four kings in one stable. So that always that always hit heavy with me. And then you got the four horsemen. Oh, not nice. the one with Michael McMungo. Nah. <laughs> not that one. Not that one. No. The OGs? The OGs. <laughs> the OGs. The OGs. 
or at least the new, the the last the last installment when it was Rick Benoit and Malenko. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't. It, it didn't have the think. It didn't have the feel of the original. Yeah. Like I, I know that, but anytime you have Malenko and Cause, cause, cause Benoit, all, all, all it's a wrap. Yeah, you go, you fucked up and twisted. You appreciate, you appreciate it, but it's yeah. like Virgil in the NWO. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, also, uh, honorable mention: the Radicals. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, okay. thank you. Uh, so this this is what like it's safe to say. Of course, we all three of us would say the, the nation of domination. Uh, because they all were like-minded individuals, but were, you know, hmm. uh, so nation and domination. I'm going to say one normally don't say, that's the uh, Dangerous dangerous Alliance for, for many different reasons. Why? And the, the, my third one is a tie. And it can't be, but I'm, I'm a tie. Uh, it's the Heart Foundation, and just BX, just because I like just obscene stuff, to be honest with you. I like doing dirty sex jokes sometimes, but not really. <laughs> but, that's, but that's that's about it. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, where's uh, this guy been? Like, the, the things... <laughs> But if I have, but I'm like, but I might have <laughs> dug in this, I might have dug in the question. Now, if you're seeing like, um, now if you want to modernize it, I have this, I gotta add Suzuki Goon from New Japan. Runner up, I'm like, because there's no way in hell you are whooping. Any of those guys' ass, and if you do, you got to get some Monaro and, and Zack Saber. And those boys, <laughs> those boys, that's, that's a good one. That's a dope one. That's dope. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Now, my, my last question is um, when it's all said and done, uh, what do you want uh, Prolific's legacy to be? Like, when it's all said and done, what do you want mm. people to know you for? What do you want to be remembered as in the business? For me, uh, for me, I wanted uh, just like the nation where you inspired people not to be afraid to be or say what you feel and how you want to do things, how you want to move about, you know, uh, um, business. It's very hard where you have to listen to a lot of other people and to do this and do that and stuff like that. Prolific is a group where, yeah, we did it your way for, for such a, a period of time where now, now we're going to dictate our because we know what's best for us. I feel you mm -hmm. might know what's best, but we know what's best because of who we are, what we know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We know we're capable of. If I'm capable of climbing a 10-story building and you think money capable of, of you're going to put a ceiling on me. You know what I'm saying? You're going to hinder my growth. You're going to hinder everything that I do. So mm -hmm. just just like the nation, the nation were, were, were guys who came together and from from every facet of it, they branched off and did something 
even after the nation. You know, like people still respect them as being part of the nation, regardless of the rock being who he's at or uh, D-Lo doing what he's doing, Farouk doing what he's doing, Mark Henry doing what he's doing, Godfather doing what he's doing. You still know these guys are in the nation together. And I, I want pro to mean something where uh, kids look back on it, look on them, like, oh, these guys were, like, literally, you know, ahead of the curve. Sidebar. Sidebar. Look at those two of those guys you named. <laughs> look at the range of those two guys. You go from the nation to being a godfather. <laughs> you go from the nation to being a sexual right, child. Right. <laughs> like, you, the range of the individuals in that group. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But exactly. Uh, for me, prolific, for my goal for prolific is for us to be undeniable. Mm. You can't pass us up. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're, our, our light's too bright. Uh, we are, we're going to be something that, that will be etched in stone, you know, and something that's going to be bigger than us one day. And, you know, people who look up to us, because at the end of the day, prolific for everybody. And at the end of the day, representation matters, especially with us. Uh, So, it doesn't matter if you're, you're white, you're black, anything like that. You have abs, you don't. You can still be a Don in this business. Know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you can still be a mm-hmm. king in this business or a queen. Because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. prolific, we are one and we are one with the people as well. Um, nah, mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna front. Like, just think, think about that. It kind of like real shit, like on some shoot shit, kind of like makes an emotional side for me a little bit. Cause when I started it, I'm like, it wasn't just, um, just to just have three of us just pair together. It was actually like, yo, for us to be able to not just come through and wreck shit and, and, uh, and make a statement. It was just for us to cement something that we weren't getting when we first started. Like, like nobody was like, I want prolific to be something that your people take serious. All of a sudden, yo, we didn't we didn't come in and just like solidify ourselves with our, our athleticism, our good promos, and all of a sudden our ability to work in the ring. We solidify ourselves because we established that we're not just strong individuals, but, but we're great businessmen. Yes. Mm. All, of sudden, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, we're we're a, we're a foundation. Like we we saw the blueprint of those that inspired us, and then we paved it our own way. Yes. Like we'll never not we'll never knock the nation of domination because the nation of domination paved the way for the new day. All of a sudden the new day, like being guys that just being themselves paved the way for, for prolific. Do we have a little nation of domination in us? Most definitely. Oh, Do we yeah. have the new day in us? most, most definitely. But it's it's just the fact that yo we're we're wanted to make a statement that no matter what your background, what you've been through, what you're going through now, all of a sudden, like, you have someone that, that looks like you, talks like you, probably going to be in the same hood as your ass from time to time, is doing, doing a dream. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, you know, coming from a motherfucker from myself from Brownsville, you don't really get those, you don't really get an opportunity to make dreams happen. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, my turn, and I'm 
since we're on the topic of representation, I want to stay on that. And um, I want to get your guys' opinion on uh, what's your opinion on representation of Blacks in uh, professional wrestling. It's definitely growing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I had the pleasure of uh, doing a photo shoot last week with uh, some of the East Coast uh, Black wrestlers. by uh, led by uh, Trey, one of the you might know him uh, as one half of Waves and Curls. Um, they came in and we took pictures and stuff like that. But we also not, uh, we also came together as as people, knowing that hey, we we can do this too. Uh, and a lot more people that you know represent us and look like us are doing this, which which made me really proud. And you got guys like uh, Christian Casanova, uh, you got Prince Josiah, you know, stuff like that. People that you may not have heard before, but are coming up in, in the ranks and you, you, you make, and again, they're different individuals. You know, um, representation, you know, back in the day, there was always three kind of, direct, three kind of black wrestlers. And you can only have one on the roster. <laughs> so, you know, you mm-hmm. had the, the, the angry black guy. You had the Kamala. And uh, you had the, the let me dance mm-hmm. for you. You know, <laughs> and, you know, now there's so many different personalities. Mm-hmm. And there was something uh, Darius said to us um, when we were driving down Darius Carter. Uh, he said, you know, we're... You know, it's black excellence, but at the end of the day, we're excellence who just so happen to be black. You know, so mm, that, was, that was deep. Yeah, so representation is it's it's growing, and I'm I'm happy with that. You know, guys like yourself, and you know, teams like the Java Tears Nation. Uh, you know, people like the Circles We Love Rest, and all those other platforms are are focusing on us, and and you know are also very welcoming to others. So we are, it, it, it's growing. And I see a lot more unity, especially in the future uh, for, for us as black people and, and you know, people who want to join the group <laughs> regardless of what color you are. So I, I'm, I'm proud of it. Sure, sure. So my next question for you guys is, uh, what are some dream matches that you guys have? Um, I just want to do a quick, quick chime in on representation. Um, for that, for the last question, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that it's just I can I think I, like, I can speak for myself, but I think I can feel like, I feel like I can speak for my brother too. It's just um, it's just good to actually have to see us mm-hmm. being broadcast and being showcased instead of mm-hmm. just being a dash of seasoning here and there because whether whether people notice or not, like, yo, COVID has actually exposed the bullshit yeah. and weaned out Ooh. a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Pretty much brought in positive, athletic, like, people that are pretty much been, like, in the shadows, like, scratching the clawing. And now it's like, yo, wow, I mm-hmm. didn't know we were able to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, now I'm like, yeah, we've been here. We yeah. haven't like we haven't left. We wouldn't. We like we weren't a fucking. We weren't a fucking ministry. We, was, we were handing out our resumes. We were talking to the right. We were trying to be professional, but we had to let some bullshit happen for us to get the spotlight 
that all of a sudden I'm not gonna say like, yo, we earned long time ago. But yeah. I'm like, but you know, shit happens and now we're here. And I want us to remain here. Oh yeah, we got that spot now. Yeah. We got it now. Can't take it from us. Undeniable. Yeah, can't do that. <laughs> you want to chime in on that too, uh, Marcus? No, nah, they, they said it. They said it all. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, we're, we're like minded individuals. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be very rare. You hear me disagree with my brother? You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. Very rare. So my question uh, is, what are some dream matches that you guys have? Like any uh any teams? Or even singles, uh, guy that you want to uh, work with? Oh hell yeah! Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Marcus, you go first. Mm. No, I I can pretty much go. I can go a mile a minute with this one. So you go first. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I got, that. Oh man, I, yeah. The, the, list, the list. We actually did a uh, prolific TV. And we, we we spoke about all this. But I'm just gonna touch on it real quick. I'm gonna do a little dash seasoning on it. Uh. We, we got to go for the, you know, we started the, the head of the spear, the head of the snake, or whatever. So, of course, we, we want parts of, like, uh, uh, the New Heart Foundation. We want we want, we want the smoke. Who was that? That's, uh, uh, that's uh, Pillman. Uh, that's Pillman. Pillman. David Boyce. Yeah, and, and uh, Teddy Hart. Yeah, we, we, Teddy Hart, we, yes. We want some of that action. We want some of that action. We... Also, would love get I you know getting in with the elite, whatever you might think they may, may be. If it's either the Young Bucks or if it's uh, LAX, otherwise uh, we're we're down for. We're just I just want to face everybody, just show everybody how damn good. At the end of the day, I, I'm I'm awful. Uh, putting put my money where I'll tell everybody, and when yeah. everyone sees it, then they'd be like, "Yo, why have we not seen these guys?" At the end of the day, I, I wouldn't. It's it's any any anybody, you know what I mean? Singles, uh, tag trio, anybody it doesn't matter who it is, mm-hmm. unless your name's Brock Lesnar, but it doesn't matter who it is. You know what I mean? We're, we're ready for every time there is possible. So, so uh, and, that, and that's and that's me in my bag. I'm 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 talking that talk. Hey, hey, man! Don't lose that bag, man! Don't lose that bag. Like for yeah, man, me, I got, I got it right here. <laughs> for me, it, it it's I've been on a mission. I've had a a, a hit list uh, for a couple months now. Um, I got to get one off the list uh, this time last year, uh, Jacob Fatu, um, which was a pretty, pretty decent match. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, but there's, you know, you make it to those top WWE, uh, AEW, you know, you face off against any one of them. It'll be a pleasure. But I'm going to keep it to, to the indies that you can actually call up and be like, hey, we can get a match. Uh, so... There's one of our one of our one of our boys. You know his name is Big Time Yaya. You gotta check him out. Uh, he's absolutely amazing. Uh, hmm. And, and 
I will be mm-hmm. bricks off him. Um, <laughs> I'll be bricks off him too. Uh, <laughs> I want to run one with. We had a, a fatal four way, uh, but I want a match solo with him, and is is he's jo- Jordan Oliver. Um, the dynamic is is crazy. We had a little one little little tiny taste spot, and we had people saying, "Oh, we want to see this match." <laughs> and we never never touched again <laughs> but mm-hmm. um and then we have uh uh and he he will never admit this he will never admit this and i hate it and he always he always big bros me on shit and i hate him for it i'm gonna beat the bricks off shane taylor uh <laughs> like you, you team with him and <laughs> <laughs> you team with him, you win titles with him, right? He, 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 you wear his gear, you buy, and you know he gives you all the advice and blessings and stuff like that. But he's ducking me in matches, so you know I know he's big time right now. But uh, you know it, 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 it's starting to get to me a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna get to him. I'm gonna get to him. I'm definitely gonna get to him. <laughs> but absolutely, uh, you know, there's just a, a bunch of people. Uh, you had the pleasure of working with him, Red Dog, uh, Darius. Uh, on a like, I want to. St- I want a stage where me and Darius can can really show what we can do uh, mm-hmm. as as thinkers, as generals in the ring. Uh, so you know, that's just a part of the list right there. Oh yeah, the list is long, baby. The list is I, long. I've been seizing. I've been seizing like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know. <laughs> um. I bet as a trio, I will. I want us to go against the the Rascals, Desmond Desmond Xavier. All of a sudden, yes, oh, yo, I want that. Oh, Trey, yo, Trey Miguel as a trio, yo, go up against the Rascals. Trio, go up against the Ugly Ducklings. But all of a sudden, Lance, Rob, and Co- and um, Kobe Carino. I feel like yeah, we can. Kobe, not big coach. Yeah, no, 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 might not be. We say Mikey in, in, in later in later times, but mm-hmm. original, oh, original, original, um, ugly ducklings, um, tag team. No matter which three of us, I would love for us to go against some um, the gymnasty boys and actual, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Timmy Lou Retton and White Mike, fucking amazing. Oh, god damn! It's like it these like are hidden gems we're giving you right now. Like. <laughs> Indies is hot right now when it when it comes to that tag team tag team again. Sugar Duncanton and um Sugar Duncanton and Darius Lockhart. Yes. And all of a sudden if we could get spicy, if we could get spicy one more time yeah. with, a, with a with a tag team. Mm-hmm. Um Saif, Saif, Saif and Treehouse and Treehouse Lee. So underrated. Oh man, I'm um Saif is is amazing. Well, make, uh, I, I can't. Honorable mention. Main event. Main event. Honorable mention. In regards to in regards to solo, Christian Casanova. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to run to run one with. Because all of a sudden, I always feel like that's like the, a new Jack City story right now between dark skin and light skin. But who who you need though? Ooh 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 Brown. And my brother's keeper. Oh man, I've been dying. I've been dying. Teach for my brother. For a minute, and um, 
I feel like I feel like I can have I can have a banger with AJ Greycock. I know he's doing his thing on, on the Indies plus. Mm-hmm. I can see how that's a big dude. Yeah. That's a big dude. And I feel like you I work you know what? I work well with big with big people. Like I like I like the I like that blueprint from Eddie Guerrero work well with like bigger guys because I was saying it accentuates my style and I'm over and I'm able to show their style at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's always yeah. it's always my favorite. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would, you know what? I, honestly, I would, but I don't know, we ain't got that much time. Mind getting in with, uh, <laughs> with, 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 with Rush. Hey, hey, friendly fire. Am I getting with, with Rush? <laughs> All right. So my last question for you guys, for me, would be: What's a good, funny uh, road story you guys have together? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one was going, boy? I'll get the best, the funniest one. Which one are we going, Wolf? Hold on one second. We gonna we gonna go we uh, you know, Patty Pie story. Oh yeah, the, the Patty Patty Pie story. Yo, um, I don't know if anybody's ever had a oh, Patty man. before. But uh, them shits is fire. I like, yo, I'm, I'm like, I swear to God, if Pro Living can get, can get sponsored by Pat LaBelle Pies, that'd be like a dream from true. But um, yeah, we've done a, we've done a road. Um, we had a buttermilk pie from yeah, Patty Pie. And uh, this is like the closest thing to getting like, like getting drugged legally. Well, no, <laughs> had a slice. I'm like, honestly speaking, I, I do not know what's in it. <laughs> But the moment we had that splice, I was watching an American Ninja Warrior. Twenty minutes later, I, I woke up and it was morning. So I was just like, "I'm like, yo, this shit ridiculous." So we go to we go to Walmart. I was like, Ty and Brandon or Ty and Marcus are in Walmart. They're like, they, we, they're in, they're in before me. I walk we by. just get in. We just get in Walmart, and I find the bakery section. Just walk in, and I was able to like Scooby Doo. To the baby. <laughs> <laughs> real, Never, he, first of all, he's in Massachusetts. He hasn't been oh. to that Walmart. He hasn't been to that Walmart. He don't know what a bakery section is, but he knew exactly where the patty pies were. It was amazing. <laughs> so I was like, "Yo, they got, they got." I'm a buy. I'm a buy three pies. I'm gonna buy two buttermilk and one sweet potato. But I got a sweet potato about. So we get back. We get back to Todd's place. We eat. I'm like, all right, guys. I've been saving up. I've been. I've been like. I've been holding this shit down. Now it's time for some pie. Next thing I know, I, I cut one up. I give Todd. I give Todd the first slice, the blessing. I'm like, yo, what's it about? Next thing I know, this motherfucker looks at me with the watch. Son. <laughs> yo, <man. laughs> this shit, I'm like, I'm like, all right, oops, your turn, Marcus. <laughs> My man hits him with the Ron Simmons face. Look at him. See, now, this is where I think we have to be tamed because we have a whole nother one. Uh, it just happened this, this couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, remember our what, what was our lion's friend name? Oh, oh, Cur- Cur- Curtis the lion. <laughs> okay, Cur- so Curtis the lion. 
So we, so we, me is uh, us prolific and Darius Carter. We in a we in a uh, we in a room, right? And the one thing you know, one thing you do know about Darius Carter, his hilarity will sneak up on you. You don't think so? He's one of the funniest men I've ever met. <laughs> so <laughs> we're in there. We're talking about uh, uh, what was that uh, Jason movie? Where the uh, where he was in the hood and the black guy, the black guy go ham on him like this, just yeah. swinging on him, stuff like that. We're talking about, <laughs> and, and then you see Jason lop his head off and it flies in the dumpster, right? Now we having a good old time. Then we get to Lion King, right? <laughs> then we get to Lion King. So, my, uh, Darius was just sitting there like, oh, Scar was right. I was like, huh? Scar was right. <laughs> what are you What are you talking about? He, Mufasa's dead, and shit, and shit like that. It's like, and then I brought up the point: isn't uh, Simba and Nala sisters? But they had a love connection, and I think the second movie, with that's inbred. <laughs> that was like we're just in there. Like, is it? There, there was there was sisters. What's the connection there? So, uh, then Isaiah's like. Have you seen a mental lion? I don't think you. I don't think you've seen it. I, I've never seen it. And we just said there was like a good ten second pause, just like I don't think I've seen one. So the first thing we do is grab our phones <laughs> and look at mental lion, right? So now this has gone off the rails. So we see what this looks like. Now we created a whole backstory for this guy. <laughs> We created a whole backstory. His name was what was his name? Clarence. It was Curtis. Curtis. Curtis, Curtis, Curtis the lion. Allow me to paint the picture. Allow me to paint the picture on this one, because I'm I'm very I'm ver I, I think a lot about stupid shit like this. I so I was like, all right, cool, my go. If they're brother and sister, I guess this line is mental in, in a sense. So I'm like, imagine like all the animals lining up to Pride Rock. Here come Rafiki with the with the baby and everything like that, and all of a sudden you got him. And here it come, here come that big famous roar that we all waiting for. He's just, you got all the animals, you, got, you got all the animals looking at this, look at looking at that lion like God, God you know you know that shit ain't right they just did that yeah. <laughs> you know damn well he ain't supposed to be on that fucking rock right now <laughs> and then gazelles won't run that won't run away from him because they know it's Curtis the lion. <laughs> <laughs> This went on for an hour. <laughs> this went on an for hour, hour, bro. Oh my god! Crazy. Oh my god! Oh, no, I remember being involved in this story. <laughs> <laughs> he he never had context. That's what happened. <laughs> he never had context. It's we crazy. were just talking about Curtis the Lion. He didn't know what the hell we were talking about. Yeah, he was like, "What?" <laughs> man, I, I I would say um man the, 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 oh my god like, 
like when we on a road and, and you know you travel with people who you trust and you know they get to see the uh the, you know they get to see the side of, that the fans don't get to see mm-hmm. stuff like that and uh, you know it's it's uh you know off and everything I have to take my shades off it's gimmick off and everything so it's literally you, you start to bond over you know, simple things stupid music types of music stuff like that. Right, stupidness. But there's there a few times we've been on the road, I find it really funny when we uh go into like a rest area and it's a song that we all like and we just break out and dance and stuff like oh, that. And when yeah. the reaction <laughs> the reaction of people when we sit there like, going full blown going hams. Full blown in the middle going of Connecticut. <laughs> just dancing, having a good old time. I'm like, what the hell? And then Breaking out and some some of these rappers can sing, y'all. You you don't know they go on the tune, and then people over. Oh man, I'm telling you, it, I, I think that that's the the, the funniest. That's the fun. You, you, that's the fun of the road. Say you never do like 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 war, like warlord. Imagine like a guy like warlord sitting there singing like you know alto. I mean singing like uh, falsetto, and and he's doing like. Like a, like a, hit, like hit him with the shovel. Like, what the hell? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? And they'll never see you again. Never see you again, man. Like, it's, it's never see you again in their life. Just three or four, just three or four I, black dudes just dancing they, they from uh, Walmart and then walk off dead serious. <laughs> walk off dead serious. They don't know. It's like a flash mob. Yeah. They don't know what. Yeah, and and and, 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 and flash, boom. And the crazy thing about it too is like, honestly speaking, because we're around one another, we don't really know how we don't really know our size per se. We don't know that we're like we might be a little bigger than an average human being or whatever. So, you know, you kind of a big dude moving kind of limber, you know, you know, limber and stuff like that. Like, yo, what the hell? What is going on? And then you all this song and dance, you go take a little you know, you the bathroom, go get some food, and you're gone. And they just like, and you just see the old people just smiling, like they don't yeah. know what hit them. They'll yeah. they'll tell like, a, they'll tell a friend, they'll tell a friend, uh, these guys dance. They don't know our names. They don't know what we look like. We're gone. You're never seeing us again. <laughs> and then the next time you see us, we'll probably be on our TV or somewhere, or something like that. I'm like, never seeing those guys. Wasn't that bad? <laughs> wasn't that good? Was <laughs> yeah. It's just funny on the road, man. Yeah. You got to find someone you click with to be on the road, man. Yeah. Uh, that's probably why I got into wrestling, because the wrestling yeah. story. Yeah, most definitely. Fuck, fuck the wrestling. I was looking forward to the trip brother. before, uh, like, more than we were in C- C3W. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was with yeah. the trip. Hey look. hey, look, man. All right, so we'll give it up. We'll let uh... All right, so we'll give it up. We'll let Lou. Lou's gonna ask the next questions, and then after Lou is gonna be Chris. So let's go. What up, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Can I have you guys' autograph? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want an autograph? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to? Uh, uh, want to uh, zoom it to you, or you want us to uh, zoom it 
do the autograph, I'll send you a picture of it, and then you download the picture. Just scan it, scan it, send it an email. <laughs> Amen. Gotcha, I gotcha. But no, nah, for real. Uh, so my first question is, uh, it's, it's, it's day of show. What snacks, what food are you guys eating? I'm, not, I'm just drinking water. I'm Nate. drinking water. Nothing. Water, water and... Um, Honestly speaking, I'm I'm drinking water and I'm eating like like peanuts, something like the uh, nothing too heavy. Day of the show, it, it's after the match. <laughs> That's what you need to know. <laughs> after, oh ho! Oh, you find the Denny's. You find the Denny's. You find the Denny's. We're chicken lip ties. Um, <laughs> but before, before match, I don't eat. I don't eat nothing. It's just pretty much, pretty much water. Like, like, like I would say, like, like two hours before my match, I might have like a PB and J sandwich. I had stash in my suitcase. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but that's just that's just, you're just like I'm like. But then like by the time by the time uh, I. <laughs> Let peanut butter show me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's the first thing. Who's using the using the car, and then all you hear, all you all thing we start in the car is peanut butter all through the mug. And we, well, that's you. You know, month in the way we got the peanut butter jelly sandwich. You see me make it? I'm like, I like no one. People don't notice. <laughs> I'm the snack guy. I'm the guy. I'm the, I'm the guy that always got like. Some type of snacks on me because I, I stay eating. Um, believe it or not, I'm the guy that I, I like. I, I eat a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm a, yep. Yeah, he's the heat guy. So, so usually we go to a specific Denny's when we go from uh, uh, Maryland, uh, and after the show, it's all nothing's off limits. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we go to a Denny's, right? And you know, we got a little little. You know, I'll probably get like a breakfast grand slam or something like that. You know, Marcus get a hot plate skillet. Wolfpin, mm-hmm. he gets a skillet. He gets caramel pecan pancakes <laughs> and, and, and a side of eggs or something like that. Destroys yeah. all of it. Goes into the kitchen and high fives the chef. No bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, you did that. <laughs> like damn, bro, can't take this motherfucker. See, in the beginning, the no first way. time I was <laughs> like, I, I don't know these guys, but it is like, man, you you gonna take the love or what? It's wolf. <laughs> I get yeah, props. Exactly. Props where props is due. If you throw it, if you throw it down in the kitchen or whatnot, I'm gonna walk in the kitchen like, yo, <laughs> some good shit, bro. Yo, keep up the good work. My next question for you guys. Um, what's the hardest you've been hit? <laughs> um, man, uh, the hardest I've been hit. Well, like I said, did they call the heavy hitter for no goddamn reason? We had a man. I hit me so damn hard. I felt that guy didn't hit like five days later. 
instead of just to my girl, like, okay. God, so Liam, go to the outside. All right. So here's, here's how it really happened. No, no, doing, don't don't do that. We're doing this match, and, and I'm on the other team. You know, it's just a training with uh, training and stuff like that. I come in, you know, big hot tag. I'm coming in, come back, baby. And, you know, one, two. I come in clothesline. He decides to inside out it. And I took all of my bicep and laced them on the jaw. And he does the worst in and out I've ever seen. And he's just down he for a while. Job. <laughs> he's just down I, I, for a I while. My, I had to get my belt. <laughs> um, he's down for a while. I'm not going to I'm not going to hold back a shot. I know why. He <laughs> we got shit to prove out here. But but the thing but the thing about it though, I'm like, hey, hey, I'm like, hey, look, on on them big clothes lines, I normally do in and outs. And he, he goes, yeah, uh-huh, okay. I'm going to still do it. <laughs> I don't care what the issue is. Okay, sorry. I'm going to do it. I'm going to flip. It wasn't a good flip, but <laughs> it wasn't a good one. I did it, though. And then he had him, and then he's talking from the side of his mouth for a week. Yeah, so. a week, a week, uh, a week. Damn. I'm like, no one's ever stiffed me on purpose. I've always just been like, like hit no, hard. I know. I know. I know. I'm like, I know one. I got stiff because, you know. Ooh, ooh, so I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, can I say? Can I say? Yeah, okay. Yeah, go for I'm like, can I, I have, I got, can I've only been stiff twice to my mm-hmm. knowledge? Mm-mm. To your knowledge? <laughs> to your knowledge. That's bad. I, I know That's one bad. for sure. Actually, I know, I know two. I know two. Un- the shit one was last week. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's, when, I, when I say these two, you're going to be like, yeah, there's nothing. One of them was uh, Chubby Daddy. That motherfucker. <laughs> two, two was Rene Dupree. Who's the second one? Rene Dupree. Remember what he Oh, my God. Yeah. Son. Right, like, like I said, yeah. here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Like, yo, I could take a hit. I could take a hit. And that's not a problem. When you catch me off guard with, like, with shit that we talked about before, Matt, then I'm just like, where the fuck did that come from? Um, Rene Dupree, I, yo, great guy, love him to death. Now I understand why he was in the WWE. Um, this dude is solid. Mind you, this is my first ever name. My first name, and we do a simple spot called a drop down leapfrog. Um, I dropped down before I got to drop down, like fully, he was already in my area. Like, it was like, let's just, like, right, cool. This is my finger. <laughs> this is Renee Dupree. Drop that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? I was like, yo, did I, was I slow? I could have sworn we did the spot right. I was like, All right. <laughs> and then let's further let's further the match. Um, like he's gonna bit me off the apron, mm-hmm. so I'm in, like, all right, just like I'm green. I'm like, I'm I'm must been like like almost six or seven months in. I'm listening to Ooh. my, but we got Renee Dupree seven months in. Oh, okay, <laughs> he drop he drop kicks me while I'm on the apron. He drop drop kicks me, but all of a sudden like. 
Ready to be like 6'4", a solid two, 256, all muscle, no fat. So when he, and at this time, I didn't get all my size yet. I must have been a solid 185. No, he drop kicks me, and my little ass just flies. Guardrail. <laughs> flies <laughs> into, the, into the second row of the goddamn of, outside the barricade. Oh, shit. Think about it. Oh. I'm like, yo, what the fuck did I do? I was like, all right, this is just the Canadians. Remember that? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like I, I, I remember, yo, I'm going to get drop kicked. But I gotta get back up because I'm gonna su- I gotta super kick him. Bro, I was like, all right, bet. That was the stiffest super kick I ever seen in my life. I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> still tall. So this it was a jumping super kick to the neck. <laughs> hey, that's the receipt. You gotta give it back. You gotta give it back. So, so I'm, man. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, well, this motherfucker is like, you like he literally just stiffed me twice, like unbeknownst to me. So I'm like, I got it like some type of some type of humility and like some type of stuff. Like this super kick got to mean something. So I gave yeah. him the kick and, he, and all the, and long like to his credit, he sold the shit out of it. I got back when the match was over. I just fleed my black ass back to the to the back room. <laughs> I was like, Yo, he gonna kill me. Next thing no, he just <laughs> he gonna kill me. I'm <laughs> He gonna kill me. Shakes my hand. He sh- comes at me. Shakes man. Good shit out there. Good shit. I was like. <laughs> He's British. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm saying, yo, watching that, watching that, I was like, bro, man, listen. <laughs> I held, I held my own, but it was just, it was more like a, like, this is, this is nerve wracking because the match before, like, it was a lead up because he wasn't, they wasn't there on time, so it was like, and when you're like six, eight months in, they hear someone say, we're gonna call it in the ring, you're like, what? Fuck you, huh? Huh? <laughs> fuck. The fuck? The fuck? Somebody call my mama. Somebody call my mama. So, somebody call my listen, mama. when every time you get hit by Booker T off guard for no reason, <laughs> no reason, he was my second teacher. So there would be times where, like, I would just be chilling. He would be talking something. He'd be teaching something, and I'll just be standing there listening, and then, blah! <laughs> if, <laughs> what I do? I'm standing there fading to black now, <laughs> in the back. <laughs> and the one thing you don't notice about Book, his hands <laughs> are ginormous. His hands dwarf mine. And he's, like, skinny, lean, and stuff like that. He has massive, like, NFL-style hands. So he... Boom! <laughs> Out of complete nowhere, took the win. I could take a chop like nobody's business. But when you catch me like that with big, massive hands like that, and and, and I'm just I'm just here just trying to be a good student, <laughs> and then you fucking light me up for no reason. Yeah, I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel something. My sternum hurt for about a week after that. I'm like <laughs> my sternum. See, yeah. Not his hands. The one, I think the one person actually caught, like, didn't catch me. I'm like, I was aware that it was going to happen. That, like, took me by surprise. Bob Holly. Of course. Hard- yeah. Of course. Um, <laughs> like he did Water a- is what? And <laughs> the seminar, for some strength, he liked the way I worked. So he was like, I'm going to work with you. So I'm working with him. 
And it was like one spot was like, yo, I'm going to whip you into the buckle. When I say this dude, I don't know what he was thinking or what or what impression I gave him, but that Irish whip had so much force. I was like, by the time I got to the buckle, it was just like, my, I, I, I had to sell it. I was like, mm-hmm. The fact that I had to sell a, he told me to sell a hard buckle. It was the fact that he whipped my ass so hard that I had no choice. It was just like, <laughs> I felt my spine, my cheekbone connect at the same time. I was like, I thought I did a good job pumping the brakes, but all of a sudden I just heard was. <laughs> I, see, I hate that feeling. So next question. I hate that. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Is it no. Mm-mm. My last question is personal here. Uh, what motivates you guys to continuously to improve? Oh, man, what motivates you to continuously improve? You know what? Every half, every day, yeah, that is a, that I, is I, a got I got well, it. Well, for me, for me, I'm, I'm not the type of guy to, to like hate on other people's success. But when you see them getting mm. a little more opportunity, right? Mm. Talk about and it. you just like, okay, you eat, but I'm 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 coming to the table too. Mm-hmm. You know, so once you start seeing friends go up, people that you started mm. training with start doing mm-hmm. things like that. That that gives you a little fire to to keep going. Uh, like there's a couple friends that are that are, that have been doing it that you now see on TV. And it's and it's like I help I help with the training or we train together. Like Kylie's doing a thing right now. Fucking uh you know, uh uh Santana. <laughs> you know, I like I, I know some of these guys. Hyun's doing her thing in Shimmer. You know, I clowned on her. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's it's time. And I was always the one that was like, if I don't make it, I'm gonna make sure I help five people, other people make it. And then um, Christian Casanova recently, this is like a week ago, uh, told me, hey, it's time. You're, you're too good. You got to be, you got to be selfish now. You got to, you got to mm-hmm. take it and run heavy. And yeah. then, then last week he introduces me to Matt Taven. And, you know, and I do a simple up and over and he, he has me and the boys now booked. Uh, on the show in the upcoming future, you know, so it's it's about the opportunity and and you know, and stuff like that. Because there are times, especially a lot of people during this COVID stuff, they they got G checked real quick. Do you want to do this? Is this for you? Mm-hmm. Do you uh, what? Do you want to go any further? Do you want to scratch and claw anymore? And then you you start mm-hmm. to see who's weak. You start to see who's weak, and I'm I won't be one of those. I won't be. I'm, I'm gonna die before I quit. So that that's kind of what motivates me. Yeah. What motivates me? What you got? Me, man. Uh, to, to piggyback off of off of big oots, I I I like to see the fact I hold myself at a high standard. So if 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 I'm not excelling in something, I'm gonna make sure I excel in whatever I'm lacking. That way, there, there there's no way for you to say I'm not good in something. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So like, 
So I guess it's like self-preservation. Like I, I drive myself to be better because like I want my son to be better. You know what I mean? My whole thing is I, I got to be better than my father. My son has to be better than me. So I got to yeah. set the stand, standards high because I want my son to be way greater than whatever I what I accomplished too. And mm-hmm. he has to do the same thing for his son and go on so so forth. So I, I, I say for me, it, it's legacy. E- either if you know my name or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to know my name. And I and yep. I mean, even my, my, my given name or my, my stage name, you're going to know one of the two. Either if it's through my son or my grandson, you're going to know my name, regardless of the fact. But I, I, I'll be damned if, if my dad worked as hard as he did not to give me an opportunity for a better life where I, you know, I, I, I'm a, excuse my French, shit in the pan. Nah, 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 nah. We, we gotta, we gotta do something different here. You, you gonna know something about me. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna see me somewhere. You know what I mean? And, and you, you can hate me or, or don't like what I do or how I do it or, or my, my, uh, my mannerisms, my vernacular, my, my, my presence. But you're gonna respect it. That's one thing for sure. Mm-hmm. That's that's my driving force. Mm-hmm. What it what a childish Gambino say? Uh, wrestling stepfather, you hate me, but you will respect. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Damn right. Um, Damn right. Well, for me, I'm, damn, it's 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 tough because those are que- those are questions that you really don't, I really don't open up to nobody with. Um, sometimes you just mm-hmm. like certain I keep certain things to myself. Uh, but one and foremost, like one of them is my kids, my son and my daughter. Um, just try to strive to do the best, best for them. My wife holds it down and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, is so like I'm the predominant male figure that they look up to, and I got I got to succeed not just for myself but for them. But what strives me to to do what I do and and to further myself is not just for um. I don't just do it for just Brownsville. I do it for what I do it for who I used to be, in a, in a sense. Like, Ooh. ain't really trying to go back to that shit. Like, I'm like, because the American Gangster nickname that's not just some just a cool ass nickname that I like that I want someone to call me is actually some shit I was doing back then. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm proud of it. I'm like, yo, I was hustling when I was younger and shit like that mm-hmm. to to make to make shit happen for myself and stuff like that. And I don't want like. I don't want that to be like an option and shit like that, even though it happened. You know, you always get told, hey, don't do this, don't do that. And you still want to doing it just just kind of just kind of being hard headed. Yeah. But it's the fact that I'm like, I just try to I just try to learn and grow from my past, my past life and just realize you know, where I came from and what I'm doing now. Because uh-huh. me not having a revelation, not realizing I could do something better with myself, who knows what the fuck I'll be at now. So I think a lot, a lot has to do with all of a sudden, um, what, just knowing where I came from and my, my kids and just trying to better. Just like, if I like Godfrey, I, I like I, I kicked the bucket today. At least I know for a fact I'm like, well, I tried to be a good man, like for yeah. my family, my kids, my wife. Yep, for my for my hood, and I'm not trying to do it for Brownsville because. You know, you don't want to. I don't want to just stay clean for something like that. But I just want to do it. Like I, I, I try to. I try to do something. Yeah. Mm. Or up. Uh, I have one. All right. 
right, man. Those are some deep answers. All right, yeah. so uh, my first question for you guys, it's, it's more of a lighthearted question. Uh, what's your favorite promotion that you've worked for so far? <laughs> we can't, we can't explore that information. We're going to leave that to a... Uh, I'm the fifth. I'm speaking as an member of uh, prolific. We can't really disclose that information right now at this moment. Whoever no, has, but oh, I got, I got this, I got this. Whoever has catering. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah have Whoever got has. No, no, we no, we no. Got it. No, no, listen, man, listen. Bing, bing, you say it like this. You say it like this. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I look. I know. I speak to my brothers when I say this. Um, we we like for many promotions, but if if the storyline makes sense and the wrestling is good, and, and that's that. We it, we can't. Be a part of something that's not making them seem right. Any, any goes off to like fantasy world and stuff that's not visually like acceptable. That's when we're we part our waves and and we lie away. But as long as the wrestling, the storyline is good. Hold up, hold up, Blonde. Blonte, we're yeah. just dancing around this question here. I got beat. <laughs> First of all, all right, so let it me it I, I'll put the, the food. I, let, pass the ball, ISO. <laughs> pass the ball, I'm going to take the ISO. All right. So, <laughs> so, so uh, um, my favorite promotion, and I've always loved them to the death. They're always family to me. Uh, and it's uh, Reality of Wrestling, Houston, Texas. Um, Mm. The 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 atmosphere is legit. The talent is out of this world. The management is well contained. There's people like you can't go wrong there. Uh, and you get so much out of the production and out of the out of the world that you're in because it's almost like you're actually in WWE or or TNA and something like that. It's almost like that sort of atmosphere, especially having a building. To where you can just do whatever you want, uh, and and have it be owned by Booker T to guide you to there. So it it was it's definitely an amazing experience uh, working with uh, Reality Wrestling. I would love to work with them again. Um, and take a trip. we we'll take a trip, no problem, no problem. And and it is uh, definitely a, a promotion that that'll sneak up on you. Uh, also. Hey, we since we're doing that since we uh, we we're doing that C three dub, you know, show us the show us the uh, red carpet, and yeah. you know they, the uh, rich That's is cool, job, you know, all, all those yeah. guys, all those guys are cool. Yeah, we met you guys there, and you know it it was the atmosphere is is so much fun. The atmosphere alone is so much fun. Yeah, and, um, true. and stuff like that. So you know that yeah, we, that comes we love up, doing C three dub. We love, yeah. we love we love we love we love we love we love um C3W definitely uh, is definitely our home for prolific uh for for me like as an individual I would have to say um my favorite promotion I actually worked for was Evolve man um that yeah. shit 
that shit for me because I feel it would I just you got the evolved match, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was because um like like my first year, I like my 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 I would say my freshman year, I was doing what I was doing shit with tier one and it would be like a pre-show to evolve. So I would see the guys that are like up and coming that were on WWE that's now back to the indies making a, making a new name for themselves and shit like that. And then um, I, and I got to like pretty much be be with them and just like chop it up, like pick their brains and shit to the point where eventually now now I'm on an evolved show and it's like yo, it's it's kind of like my turn. Like now I get to talk to Kyle O'Reilly as a as a person that that got his feet. Kinda in the in the, in the waters a little bit. Got a sweet wet, and I'm and I'm gonna chat with Roderick Strong and Keith Lee and all these other guys, and it's just like it was just a great nesting, a, a great nesting place for me to find who who the fuck I was, and it was just like an experience I can't really, I could never like regret. So I would have said I would have to say evolve evolve for me just for just for the fact that everyone was like so open and just like be able to teach me and teach me mm-hmm. shit. So I can't. That's important. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people will never teach you nothing, especially if they feel like you full of shit. They will just be like, mm-hmm. they give it, yeah, you're you're good, kid. I saw your match. Yeah, you're good. Yep. But all garbage. You watch the But when they pull you to the each person, like, yo, this you got to work on. Yes, sir, Mister Mister Lee. I'll work on that. All right, cool. Yeah, sure, Mister Roddy Strong. Thank you, Mr. Cole. All right, Gabe. Cool. It's like all them people that you just get to like chop it up with. Like, I right, bet. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, okay. Those are some solid answers. I'm a big fan of all those promotions you just named. So that's pretty cool. All right, my next question. Um, what is the biggest regret that you guys have had so far Either in your wrestling career or in life. Mm. Okay. Biggest uh, regret, man. I would say get 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 to, get to. My biggest regret in wrestling is just now realizing how good I am at year nine. Um, mm. I feel like I've where I'm at now. I could have been in year five. Uh, where I'm at now, I could have been in year six. Uh, but whether it's between uh, my personal issues uh, and whatever I was going through, that always elongated uh, kind of what I was going. And knowing what I know now, if I was there in year five, I'd probably be signed right now. Um, I'm no bullshit. Uh, I, I, I legit feel it. Um so that's that's one of my biggest regrets in the business is, is not having it click sooner, um, and and I'm and I know for sure that's never going to happen again. You know, it's nothing but progress from here. So uh, that's why I'm, I always drill in as soon as people want, like get good, like yo, get out of your get your head out of your ass. You know, you got talent. You could do this. You could do this. You can do this. And 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 push you to the very brink because at the end of the day you don't want to be there fifteen years and not doing or knowing a damn thing. So when as soon as it clicks, you're 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 going. And it just took a little longer for me to click, uh, especially with my size and my and my what I do. 
Uh, so that's probably one of my biggest regrets in, uh, in wrestling now. Starting sooner. <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, saw, I, I feel like I, I started at a relatively good age, mainly because of the fact that I was um, mature. Like, if I started at the age I wanted to, I don't know. Well, I, I don't really know what would have happened because I was too busy just doing dumb shit with, my, with myself. So I think I found found an age where I was pretty much well grounded, had a good solid foundation at the home front, where I was able to like assert myself head first, no looking back. Um, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, just yo, also also realizing um, when it's time to start, <laughs> when it's time to start betting on myself rather than relying on, like, promoters to do it for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily, I'm like, luckily I came to that notion real quick, early, and stuff like that. Because I always, like, one of the few things I will always ask is, when did it click? When did it click? When did it click? And then after a while, I was like, yo, shit, just light bulb. Mm-hmm. Now, now mm-hmm. if you see mom, who the fuck's going to see me? Who the fuck's going to see us? When are we going to get our spotlight? Right. Yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, time will come. I promise you that time will come. Now we're just like, all right. Like, I know I, I know my timeline isn't crazy, but I feel like the older I get and the more experience I get, I'll be better than ever type shit. Like, like yeah. I haven't haven't hit my prime mm-hmm. yet, but I feel like I'm I, what I do, it's it's gonna be a wrap for the for this market. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, my, my biggest regret would be listening to my cousin and having like being being afraid. That's my biggest regret because if if I would have went for it like straight out of high school, man, like even even if I didn't start right out of high school and I and I would and I would have been in the gym. And then because well, for a while, because like I played basketball, so when basketball you got like lean and whatnot, so I was skinny for a long time. My regret is it started as as late as I did, but it it brought me a different type of understanding to work ethic that I probably had at that early age. But even though I I, I did have have good work work ethic. But having that, having them blind, I think really uh, was good to start later versus being 17, 18, you know what I mean? And uh, when I started, the the blind was wrong. I didn't didn't care about going out. I I didn't care about talking to girls. I I didn't care about anything. It was literally... Gym training work and on an ongoing cycle. So, um, I that's my regret. But at the same time, the time was right. So, yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah. Okay. And my last question for you guys: I'm sure each of you have been asked before, "What's your favorite match that you've ever been in?" But I like to go the opposite route. What's the worst match you've ever been in? Hmm. <laughs> so 
I, I was in a match. Uh, it's not the worst match, but it, it, it was. It, it's on my list where I, I wish I would have done more or whatever. So it, it was a match that I had where uh, my, my friends came out to see me, my family came out to see me, and I, I legit, I, I, I low key froze mid, like. As I was doing a move, I I, I I froze and I forgot what what was supposed like I I forgot stuff. I just forgot everything. Like I didn't know my name. I didn't know anything. Like that and and then that 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 really uh, that was to me that was the worst match I I ever had because there were there were things that I wanted to do that I didn't get to do because I forgot who the fuck I was. So mm-hmm. that was a, and that was like year one. So uh, I, I don't beat myself lucky. up on it now, but man, I was I was messed up. Pick anything from my first four years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those shits were garbage. Uh, any first of all, I love Johnny to death. I love Johnny Ross to death, but. He had he he's so nineteen sixty that it, it, everything just turns to shit in front of you, and he's okay with eating eating shit soup. So it, it, it is it's very bad. Go from the battle royals to the uh, flag on a concrete pole match to blindfolded blindfolded steel cage match where you can only be eliminated by a submission. Uh, it, yeah, it does. Yeah, it was. First of all, it was raining. It was outside, underneath the Brooklyn oh. Bridge. Yes, it was. It was the hottest of shits, and it, it, it was the elements. Any anything anything you can you can put like where I forgot gear. I'm wearing jean shorts with a bad singlet. Um, oh, fucking. Gina. <laughs> like I had first of all first of all here's how crazy my transformation is my first promo picture my first name first of all was Tiger Tyree alright <laughs> Tiger Tyree I had a blue mohawk Ooh. I had a blue mohawk yeah yeah D- just do some digging in my face I had a blue mohawk and it was a a, 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 a fucking blue sl- singlet uh, some basketball shorts, some N one basketball shorts, and fingerless gloves. I didn't know what. The <laughs> what the hell? Ooh, ooh, you, know, know, you, know, you know he's ooh. Ooh. It was bad. It was bad. Ooh. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. Anything from those years, you can pick. Hand pick them. You can. You can. This match, like. <laughs> oh Lord mercy. Oh. Oh damn! I'm like I could mm, mm, for me. Uh, all right, for me, I want to say uh, Oos, I'm sorry. It had to be our tr- our triple threat match against Alpha Psy. Yo, I was <laughs> that man. <laughs> See now they gotta bury each other. No. I'm like no, no, it was it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't Oos because all of a sudden Oos was just coming. He was just coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. So we kept his ass up as much as possible. 
Um, but pretty the match before yeah, was one of the match before is one of those what you call an indie shit show match where they pretty much did everything in the book in their match, even go over time. And then what happened? We had to follow behind that shit. So it was like, hey guys, y'all got eight minutes. So it was like, all right, cool. Since they did all of that stuff, let's just let's just do what we what we think is hot indie and in our match and try to equate to that shit. Uh man, these and yeah, and it what what could go wrong? They go wrong. I even did a dive that no one caught me with. So I just took like a fucking power myself. I power by myself. <laughs> Nobody caught you. No one caught me. So I still got the fucking I still got the footage. No um, one caught you, fam. No one caught me. I'm like, yo, if I didn't learn how to fucking do like if I didn't know how to tuck my shit in, it would have been a rap. There would have been more Isaiah Wolf. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it was just like the power bomb to the outside by myself. Uh, <laughs> fucking in, insane. Um, but I would say, um, but the match, I wouldn't say this is my worst match, but this was like a, the match that made me feel, the, the match I would say that made me feel the worst, that made me feel like I could have done, I could have done more, which I feel like it, it lit a fire under my ass. Thanks. To do what I am now. Um, this is probably gonna be shocking. Uh, my match against Shane Strickland. Really? Yeah. I, I said it. I called it. Tell yeah. my brother. Do it, my brother. I know my brother. Yeah, I called you. I told you. You know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know he's on NXT. I know he's on NXT now. I did Swerve Scott, and I'm like, yo, and I had like, and I had really high hope for that match and whatnot, but all of a sudden, like politics and dumb shit, and then. Placement and then my match getting and then my match getting cut in the midst and shit like that and then me listen me listening to the wrong people don't go too fast don't do too much you know he has to wrestle the following day right don't go crazy and it's like now it's like everything the high expectations that, like that I had you, you literally just killed now I'm just I'm just going through the fucking motion and shit like that like yeah. Yeah. like the one thing I would say is pretty much like a a feeling that I think people don't realize is like a, a detriment is hope. Yeah. Hope can have you at the highs of highs and at your yep. low lows. And I was just like, yo, I'm like, I added so much pressure to myself because this was a favor that, that a mentor amount for me. And that shit was squandered. So I let the bullshit like deter that. Like it, it was, it was a, it was a, uh, okay, match. I'm like it, the match was I'm like I could pass it along, but if I was able to do what like who I am now to that match, I would have thrown the motherfucking roof down. I'm mm -hmm. like, but I would say that was like my worst feeling match because all the bullshit that I had to go through, like to get there and then during, and it's like, and like honestly speaking, after that match, I was about to just say, yo, fuck, fuck this promotion, and I'll I'll start over. Like, you got to realize, guys, that, you know, this wrestling business that, like, we're all kicking it together. You know, it is, it's, it's, uh, you know, just kicking it. We're here almost two hours. And we, you have to realize that a lot of this stuff sucks. The bumps suck. The time sucks. The, you know, but the love of the, and the art of the of wrestling is what we're here for. You know, the camaraderie with our brethren is what we're here mm -hmm. for. You know, the, the knowledge mm -hmm. that we gain from it is what we're here for. The, 
the life lessons is what we're here for. Uh, you know, and True. having politics um, kind of be a detriment to somebody's character, it's, it's sad because I've seen it happen to a lot of people that haven't took an, taken another bump since an incident. So it, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it can mm-hmm. be very corrosive to to um, a, a person, especially when they want to go through the business. So uh, if, if you listen to anything I said today, just be be mindful of who you are what you do and just get better. That's it. You know, and, and, and you won't have a bad, you won't have the bad matches that you, you instantly laugh at. <laughs> you you got to fight which one's the worst. You got to, and they're all good. You know, you know, this won't pass as a bad match. So, you know, uh, you got to, uh, there's a saying I just heard recently that the perfect match doesn't exist. Uh, but the, the motion to the perfect match is what makes you improve. So, it, mm. you know, you just be mindful of, of everything you do and respect the art, and you won't have a, a shit show that we've all just explained to you in our lives. <laughs> so, get it. Go right ahead, man. Is that you? That's it, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was my last question. All right, I just have to say, I found a picture of Tiger Tyree. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was put it out there. There is no tiger in this. There's no tiger. This is just straight blue. <laughs> it, it was bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> straight, straight out of the backyard. Yeah. I, you know what was worse? <laughs> you, you, know, you know what's worse about that picture? I wanted to do more. With, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do more with the picture. I was going no, 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 he like this. The fucking the contact in my eye with the with the with the painted scar. Here. Oh, oh, Bishop. it was bad. My Don't man, do that. Yeah, Ty, at the cookout, you look like that. I was at the cookout. No, nah, no. <laughs> No. What can you do, blood? Destroy that. I'm just, you know how to kill the destroy class, right? My man. I can break the bones in seven different ways. If I touch you, <laughs> like you got to Where with my fingerless gloves doing this? Yes, yeah, sucker. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, judging by the picture, bro. Judge by the picture, man, you would have fit right in with the Smurfs. Let's just put it out there. Fucking jabroni shit. It, 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 it is bad. It is bad. You need to po- put it up. That's the last time you ever seen that goddamn picture. <laughs> All right. So. All right. So. That's it for like all of our questions, man. And like I said at the top of the show, right, we are going to have our 10 count questions, right? Yep. So it's pretty simple. I'm going to fire off 10 questions to you guys. It's the first thought that comes to your mind. So we're going to put on the imaginary timer. Mm-hmm. Bing! There it goes. And Uh-oh. here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Go. Smackdown. Raw. Mm. Mm. <laughs> all right. Mm. Night Owl or Early Birds? Not owl. Not owl. Mm-mm. Brandon's an early. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Favorite video game? Ooh, 007, Golden Knight. Yes, sir. Mm. All right. Uh, Marvel Alliance, any of them. Ooh. Okay. What was yours again, Wolf? Last of Us, part one and two. Oh, that jumped up to your favorite? Oh, all right. Batman or Superman? Superman. Batman. Well, well, Batman. Superman Batman. in uh, Superman in the um um in the game, the evil Superman who uh uh kills Shazam with his eyes. He's a twelve year old. That's that's a gangster right there. I want that Superman. <laughs> Superman because he a perv. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, y'all know it, but he is. I mean, got X-ray. Yeah, now he is a person. He's a person. I'll use it for that. What are you doing I, behind the scenes? Like, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, Clark Kent shit. Clark Kent. Clark Kent. That's my name. I would ask that. Right. iPhone or Android? Android. Android. Oh man, Android. All right, right, right. All right. Android. Favorite podcast. Damn. Everyone gets me on there. What? Everyone. Yep. <laughs> Every podcast we're ever on. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a not be that guy. Uh, Joe Budden podcast. Okay. Uh, favorite oh, movie. Yeah. Ooh, favorite movie? Lil Rasky. Don't 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 judge me. Don't at me either. <laughs> uh, I always hate this one. Uh, it's between Space Jam and mm. Little Giants. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's um Pope mm. Fiction Face Off. Pope Fiction and Face Off. Uh, you know what? You know, face Off is dope. I do like Face Off. You know what? I lied. I'm, I'm I lied, guys. I'm still going to be funny. My favorite movie of all time, shit, no hands down, is Coming to America. I'm going to be real. Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be real. Nah, man, we're taking, we're taking the Little Rascals. That's what you said first. Last show you binge watched. <laughs> Edit that last one to post. <laughs> that never happened. That's going to be the clip. On that. That's going to be the clip. What's your favorite movie? Little Rascals. That's the clip. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, we're going to go with the last show you binge-watched. Mm. Ooh, Arrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's an anime. It's called Death Note. Yes. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. NWA TNA Weekly Pay-Per-View. Get that. Okay, Stuart, another game. All right, motherfucker. <laughs> it's on YouTube for free. I'm like, I, I'm, just so I'm just like, straight. Man, All right. Them ladies calling me. Them ladies calling me. This one, this one, <laughs> this one I'm genuinely going to be excited about. Each of you got to nominate one person that you want to have on this podcast. There's Carter. 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 Ah! Yeah. Who? Hey, hey, tell you, do you like my individuals? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we all take look. Hey, look, look, hey, look, look, man. Yep. Yep. There's Carter. I, I, Carter. 
Hey, look. I, there you go. I don't know. I, 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 I may have like, reached like, out like to him already. Ones, right? <laughs> yeah, you should reach out to him. He came to Chesson. Yeah. That's the least he can do is come on the show. <laughs> I thought it through my spine. <laughs> the least he can do. Been there. Been there. Been there. <laughs> All right, man. Last but not least. That's the funny part. Last but not least, but this is my favorite question to ask. Favorite curse word? Um, Motherfucker. That's, that's very, <laughs> very simple for me. Like, too short. What's my favorite word? Bitch. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that in so many different ways that someone, like, oh, like a fan. Sit down, bitch. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your favorite? What's your favorite version of bitch? What's your favorite version? Cause I I've seen one recently that it might have taken my favorite place. It's uh uh this it was like this uh gangster pasta. <laughs> I ain't worried about nothing, biatch. Stupid bitch. <laughs> I'm like talking about the Lord. <laughs> Anytime Samuel L. Jackson can say bitch in a sentence is pretty much like my favorite thought. <laughs> what do you want, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I like I like motherfuckers because like like Bernie said, you, you, motherfucker could go many different ways. You seen that motherfucker, Tommy? <laughs> that motherfucker will be thirty-five motherfucking dollars. <laughs> I told you, motherfucker. Like, it goes so far. Like, Motherfucker like, is so versatile. <laughs> it's it versatile. is very. You you can say when you're happy, when you're sad. It's a greeting. Motherfucker. It's a greeting. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, I like, man. I like bitch because it oh, could be. A- you said motherfucker the other day. <laughs> using that match. When when uh when when Dexter kicked you, motherfucker, like this I mean, you know what? I I'll pull it back. I may have seen that a couple weeks ago on Marquis' face. Just motherfucker. I'm like nah, I'm I'm on my too short. Yep, my favorite word, bitch. Cause it might it, cause it could be like a period or a comma, in a sentence. Like all of a sudden, like yeah, like are you out? I'm out, bitch. We get something. All right. So last but not least, man, I just wanted to let you guys have the stage. So let our viewers and our listeners know where they can find you guys at. Man. Oh man, come on! We on the Instagram. They, on the they can find us we any and everywhere. We ain't hard to find. T, T underscore Taylor yeah. three four seven on the on the uh, on the Instagram on the Twitter. Tyree D Taylor on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we 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 got our up and coming uh, YouTube page. Prolific BQE is coming up. Yeah. We got our already got a highlight uh, video on there. More content to come. We're not hard to find, y'all. Yeah, you can right. you can find me at um at the yeah, Wolf on Twitter. 
Isaiah underscore Wolf 23 on Instagram, Isaiah Wolf on Facebook, or the American Gangster 26. And yet again, like, still, really ain't, ain't that hard to find. Mm-mm. That's right. That's right. Uh, you can find me on, on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at <laughs> Real Marcus Marcy. And I just changed my Instagram to the Marcus Marcy. Uh-huh. Because and soon to be on OnlyFans, Mr. Marcus. One, it's gone, man. So, <laughs> hey, look, I might get an OnlyFans. Like, listen, if you're the OnlyFans, I subscribe. Then I'll be I ain't going to do no freaky dicky yet. But. <laughs> Upon request, I might get a, I might get your your favorite woman. Re- nah, that's too crazy. I ain't gonna go there. I'm not gonna say the name. You know, she is. I like, I like, I like a little bit of dead in my life. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> She's on WW Superstars. I'm saying too much. Santa Rosa. I'm saying too much. You said it. You just give them the shovel. They just dig themselves in the bed. <laughs> Before uh, they dig, yeah, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving all the hints. I'm giving all the hints. I'm giving all the hints. I'm 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 giving you breadcrumbs to the gentleman. I'm giving you breadcrumbs. Like, you throwing loaves at us. Like, you know who? Just, you ever friend me a slice of bread? Kind of, <laughs> 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 you were. <laughs> ah, you got it. <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> Word. All right. So that's it, man. That's the three count podcast. Now presents now entering the ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, here with Chaz, the icon, the Don Evans, here with the Swole Master, Chris Idol, and of course, prolific. We got hey, Isaiah hold on, Wolf. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't leave. We can't leave without it. We can't leave without exit in the building, right? Mark, come on. Isaiah Wolf, what do we do, Wolf? Yes, sir. Oh, oh, uh, hold on. Uh, uh, uh. Yo, oh. we are self made. Yep. Right. Get paid. Uh huh. That's right. We get that money, baby. We going place spades. Yeah. Oh, no and if you don't no know, living. now you know. And if you knew before, you'll never forget. Prolific. Prolific. And the good book says. Hey, and the good book says, y'all don't messed up now. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, it's the host of the three count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you. Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.